0: Come on in, guys.
1: Matt Hambridge, Jared Sundin, and back for Talking Llama, episode 7 of Survivor 41. And Jared, our queen is no more, or my queen at least. I don't know how you, if you were quite there yet, but Sydney is no more for the game.
0: I can't say definitively if I have a queen this season, but hearing you say episode 7, has it really been that many episodes?
1: If my counting is correct, it has been.
0: That is crazy.
1: Man, I feel like has not it, much has happened. Has it felt longer than seven for you?
0: Uh, No, it's it's felt shorter, but only because like, I feel like they haven't even started playing the game yet. Like today, like this episode was really the first. I, I thought it was really interesting. Tribal, at least. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. But it, it feels like it feels like there's still a lot more left to be played. And you hit the seven episode mark and it's like, oh, we're like halfway there already.
1: I think at least for me, I think part of that feeling would come from that players have been playing their games around these advantages. So they're not, quote unquote, actually playing the game. They're reacting to the game. So there's been maybe some what feels like less strategy and less social politicking and the usual, um, survivor aspects that were, that were more used to.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I we will get to it later, but my, when you say reacting to the game, Danny McRae is my favorite player to watch react to the game.
1: He, I mean, terrible thing to voice out loud on, when you're on the show, but he was one, as my girl, Sydney would say one kajillion billion percent correct in his yeah. take. Yeah, <laughs> Not a single word he said was wrong. No, and and we'll we're ju- we're dropping ahead a little bit, so we'll we'll get to that in a second here. Um, but first of all, they finally brought back the opening montage, but it was just to recap what advantages people had.
0: Well, you know, it's kind of necessary though. I mean, this season, if you were gonna do it,
1: like it was at least helpful to me a little bit. It it was helpful, but. If you have to do a pre-episode recap telling people, hey, here are all the absurd things present in the game right now. There are too many things present in the game. Yeah, also true. Also true. Um, So that's just one quick note of what the season has been about. But we start off with Erica and might as well, just just for the sake of discussion, break down her, her options here. So she has the the hourglass, which she can either choose to smash or not smash. Um, and obviously she's going to smash it, which, which she does, but let's just see if there's any reasoning as to why she wouldn't smash it. Um, the, basically there is none. She, if she doesn't flip, doesn't turn back time, change history, however you want to phrase it. The other five, um, Liana, Chantel, Xander, Tiffy, and Heather, are maybe resentful towards her that she had a chance to protect them, but she didn't, even though she wasn't really close with anyone in that group. And then there's the other six are, are thankful, I guess, you know, there's four more Luvu in that already immune group, which if you're trying to go Luvu strong, then you keep the majority there, even though sacrificing her safe her guaranteed safety. She that's was kind
0: of on the outs too.
1: Yeah. But that's also a reason to yeah. flip, but so, yeah. I mean, that's really it and also it looks terrible from a jury standpoint if you i think if you don't make the choice to guarantee 100% your safety so there's there's really no benefit to to not smashing the hourglass which made we touched on it last week a little bit which made the cliffhanger of her decision a really weird point to end the episode on last week because there were there was zero Maybe there was 0.1% doubt that she was going to do it, but really there was nothing.
0: Yeah, it's, it wasn't just the cliffhanger at the end of last episode. It was also like the first seven minutes of tonight's episode were also Jeff re-explaining it to us and us still not knowing what she was going to do.
1: And then she had to explain it to the rest of the tribe, and then Jeff made her explain it better. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there was, there was a lot of time recapping the advantages and idols in the game and a lot of time explaining that Erica was going to choose to be safe because of course she was going to choose to be safe. It would have, I kind of, I wanted her, I wanted her to choose it because then at least, you know, she's not an idiotic player, but I wanted her to not smash it because it would have just been hilarious. All the Twitter discourse, our discussion, the reaction of other players, hopefully just roasting her in their confessionals of she could have chosen her safety, but what didn't, and it would have made for good fun moments. But yeah, there was there was no decision to be made.
0: No, and there's I think there's enough else going on this episode too where we don't need an extra talking point. True, very true.
1: Um, so it's another, it's a classic or um, becoming a classic survivor challenge. Quentin Tarantino and Rex Ryan's favorite survivor challenge for sure. Using a, using your feet only. Uh, you, I think it's funny. I'm laughing more than I should, but whatever. It's a, it's a good joke. <laughs> they love feet. That's the joke. Since we're making it obvious. Uh, so you use your feet to release a rope, dropping blocks, stacking them in a three level high circle, placing a flag in the middle, a much more compelling challenge probably to compete in than to watch i think um it's a fun i I enjoy the challenge but it's nothing great to watch but whatever and it comes down to ricard and sydney at least based on the edit uh ricard beats out sydney by what we think is just mere seconds and then um, a foot or so would you say Ooh, jared there it is there it is getting into it i'm warmed up now there we go now we can really get going and then After he gives Ricard immunity probe specifically mentions the shot in the dark. So, you know, someone's going to use it. (laughs) I didn't catch that, but you're right. He goes, just a reminder, there's the shot in the dark. And then he said, there's now 12 scrolls with two being safe. Um, Now, am I bad at math or does everyone choosing from the same set of 12 scrolls not equal a one in six chance for everybody? If you might need up, to explain it to me. If a little Sydney more. goes up and pulls a scroll, that's and then someone else goes up and pulls one of eleven scrolls, one of ten scrolls, one of nine scrolls. Because yeah. you don't know the result, it's like is it like Schrodinger shot in the dark when you don't know it's both.
0: Well, did they all they all drew them at the
1: same time? Well, so what we no? saw when Sydney played it is you draw it and then you don't open it until. Jeff starts to read or right before he reads the vote, but
0: you draw it at tribal council.
1: Yes. When you, I think when you go up to vote rather than voting, you, you draw the scroll.
0: Well, I mean, now that she played it and they know that she wasn't safe. I mean, it, it is greater than a one in six, but, chance.
1: but like if if she played hers and then say, Deshaun played his shot in the dark, because you don't know the results, is it still one in 12 for both, even though, Deshaun's drawing from 11 scrolls i i don't think so i like or is it i guess no, i don't know is I'm, it, or I'm is it confused. no different than if they both just put their hand in a bucket and drew at the same time
0: no i think there's more that goes into it than just saying it's even for everyone Yeah. I mean, I kind of like it. I like it more this way, but then what happens if both of them get selected and then there's still like five left, like let's say the two successful ones are selected, you know, within the next three episodes, then what are they going
1: to do after that? Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm not sure. Is it going to be. Cause you can't, I mean, he's been hammering the one in six chance for the shot in the dark. So you can't, go down to 11 scrolls next time because then it's not one in six.
0: Well, okay. How many people are left right now?
1: Um, There are uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's 11.
0: Okay. Well, Jeff would also tell you Heather has a one in 11 chance of winning this game. So I'm not going hey, to, I'm not going to talk tonight. Did she?
1: Yes. But this was, I felt so bad, but it was hilarious. It was during the whispering. She's talking, but the camera didn't pan to her until her last like three words. Oh, okay. It was because a voice popped up off, off screen. I'm like, who is that? And like, oh, it's got to be Heather. Oh no, they're not even showing her on screen. And then a few more seconds pass. She still talks. And then it slowly pans over. And she says like a sentence more and then it, and then she's done. At it was what absolutely point perfect.
0: Does she get Brett status?
1: I think at what point do we call Brett head having Heather or Heather status? I almost forgot her name was Heather right there. Okay. I mean, I mean, this is I don't super pay attention or I guess remember season to season players who get the, the purple edit unless they're like extreme. So I don't know if there's been a case like Heather in recent in any recent season, but this is, either way, this is ridiculous how invisible she's been. Yeah. Maybe when she goes on her challenge run later in the season. That, that being, it's just like a, uh, like an endurance and puzzles. Like she just crushes those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, Where, like, what I, were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about math for some reason. Oh, okay. But, and okay. We, I think we spent too much time on that. I'm just confusing myself. And for fear of sounding much dumber than I actually would like to believe I am we'll just move on from that basically the shot in the dark is stupid is, is what the uh, my my thesis is anyway um so we get to the or get through the immunity challenge about 20 minutes into the episode we've got 40 minutes left and my mind was running I was fearful that something really dumb was gonna happen they're gonna throw some other twist or advantage our our way there was because there was no no journey to advantage island or anything like that, shipwheel island. And I was like, are they really going to give us 30-ish minutes of tribe time and then the standard travel council? And ultimately it ended up being more 2020 20 or 25-15 or so. Um, whatever, whatever it broke down to be. But thankfully, they didn't throw anything new into the game. They finally let the players decide the course of the game on their own now granted it was sur- surrounding lots of idols and advantage talk but that was already known quantities that the players could adjust to um and first we just got to touch on Danny again he, he's talking about how basically unfair and stupid the the share advantage is again I know, the, the
0: time that they dedicated to just spending a few minutes to talk about how stupid their own thing they put in the game was, was pretty surprising.
1: Yes, it was, it was great. He's talking about, yeah, there was, there was a challenge and there was a reward. What was the reward feast and immunity? And now we don't have it. And, and rightfully so Deshaun tells him like, that's, that's, that's just the game. And like we said, you can't really be thinking that or voicing that when you're out on the island, competing on the show, but Danny is completely correct. Immunity was promised to you. Jeff said, "If you if you win this challenge, you are immune from the next vote." And it's been said time and time again by Austin, by Survivor fans everywhere. Survivor's not a fair game. You need to expect the unexpected. All the cliches you want to throw out there, but at some point, something the show or Jeff says has to be able to be taken at its at its word. And I I would, I would think if you win this challenge, you are safe from the vote full stop should be one of those things.
0: It should be, it should be, but Danny did want to lose a challenge a couple episodes ago and he won it on accident. So now maybe if he wins a challenge, then he can lose it on accident <laughs> and it will That's, make up for it.
1: I love the line of thinking, but it's not even on accident. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, um, it, it just, it, it punishes players for winning a challenge.
0: Because yeah.
1: There's, there, like I said, there's no scenario where Erica or anybody else does not smash that hourglass. There's no real risk to her I and mean, there's no backlash. I feel like is the people that went from immune to in danger, even if they were pissed off, they, they never showed it. They for, cause they for sure thought, well, this sucks, but of course she was going to do that. They yeah. couldn't really blame her. There was zero risk on her part.
0: Yeah. No, my favorite part about it though is that so Danny in his mind, he's like, Well, we won and we should have gotten this. And that is coming from a world class. NFL superstar, Danny McRae, this is how this is how the superstar athlete mind works. And jokes aside, I mean, if you are a former NFL player, like. You are going to (laughs) be if you win something like you win it, you yeah, this is if there was one guy who is going to be upset about this, I would have all my money that it would be Danny,
1: the former professional athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not surprised that he was the one who who vocalized it, but but yeah, it's but it's it's done. Uh, it's in the past, and now they get to scrambling. And I mean, there there was a it was kind of a lot was going on, but it didn't really. I don't know. It was kind of weird to me because there's all the scrambling. There's let's vote this person. Let's vote that person. I have this advantage. They have that idol but it didn't seem like a lot was actually like actively happening because things were changing so quickly.
0: Yeah. It was that makes like, sense. Yeah. I thought on like three different occasions, we were going to go to tribal and then they just like kept going and talking <laughs> about
1: things. Yeah. So we'll try to get through this as, as easily or smoothly as we can, but I don't know if I even have it straight. There was so much back and forth. So basically Evie is the early target. Um, but Liana initially does not want to see her go this early. Um, Sonia, that's her, her day one alliance against her new alliance with, with, Shan, uh, Deshaun and Danny and what maybe Tiffany and Xander want to do all sorts of things at play. But then the big kind of centerpiece, if you will, is Liana's knowledge of power. Knowledge is power. And. Unfortunately, the knowledge is power succeeded as an advantage, but completely in spite of itself, not because of it.
0: In, in what way?
1: So there's a perfect tweet from um, Mike Bloom that I think encapsulates it perfectly. Let me just pull that up. Um, let's see. I'm obsessed with survivor players accidentally making the knowledge's power twist better by letting everyone know that it exists. Okay. Because it has okay. its power in being a se- in that being kept a secret. And in which case, if you have that knowledge of who has the idol, it's the dumbest thing ever. Because, like we said, it's the give me your advantage advantage. And then when people know about it, it's kind of like in um, Heroes, Healers, Hustlers where there's that episode, I think it's Cole. Jessica tells Cole that she has, I think an idol. And then he, then he tells other people about it who then tell other people who tell other people. And it's a lot of fun because something that one person had and knew about now, like the entire tribe and game knows about it. And this was that, but on a much bigger scale because of what the, the knowledge power can do. So it led to some pretty creative gameplay, um, ultimately on the on the tail end of things which we'll get to when we when we reach tribal council but basically um xander is talking to tiffany and evie and i'm so confused by this trio in terms of like how close they actually are right now i love them
0: they're they're growing on me every episode (laughs)
1: like has was has xander been right this entire time with, with with how close they are
0: I think or are they just
1: like united against Leanna now where it's become a self-fulfilling prophecy where they weren't as close as he thought they were, but they've since become that close
0: no I I'm I don't know I feel like I didn't give Xander enough credit. I don't know if that means that he actually was right all along but I there's one thing later on I mean that anyway, we'll we'll get to it. But yeah, so yeah.
1: so those three are talking, and and Xander is saying he would play his idol for Evie if they think necessary. That part wasn't surprising. We've always thought or seen how close Xander thought he and Evie were. No, so that that was, was
0: that was classic naive young Xander right there. Yes,
1: and then we get another flashback where we we learn that Leanna hadn't even told Evie about the knowledge's power advantage. So then after Shan spilled the beans in front of Tiffany, Tiffany then told Evie and Xander or Tiffany told Evie who then told Xander. So a game of telephone with the information actually was kept accurate, which was a surprise. Yeah. So I think had,
0: Tiffany's my favorite player on this season.
1: Tiffany's been a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot of fun.
0: Um. I loved I loved how they were doing that, though. Like the flashbacks, they mixed a couple of them into and yeah, they've done um, some
1: really bad ones, really poorly executed. But when they've worked like this one, they, they work really well.
0: Yeah, there was a couple this episode, too. I forgot what the other one was. But um, yeah, I was like, man, I like that's so cool to know now, like that we knew how the game unfolded without that information.
1: Because I think most, if not all like fans would have just assumed that Leanna told Evie about it when she got it. I know I did. I don't know if we discussed it, but I I just assumed that, that Leanna had told Evie, maybe nobody else, but at least it told Evie about it.
0: Yeah, no, this, this was, yeah. One of the, uh, Oh, I don't know. I don't know how much positive I'm going to take away from this season, but I will remember things like this where it was like, okay, that that worked. That worked.
1: Yeah, there's there are definitely some good moments in the season. That, that that can't can't go unsaid. Um one question I have about the the knowledge is power, and we don't maybe need to get too deep into this, but let's just say that Xander left his idol at camp. He didn't give it to anybody, he just leaves it in his bag, he forgets it, whatever. If Liana asks him if he has an idol. Is it only if it's directly in your possession? I think. Oh, man. At that point, the idol still belongs to him, but it's not physically on his person.
0: I think he would have to give it to her. Um when you were asking this question, I saw exactly where you were going. And I made up my mind with a reason. And now I can't remember <laughs> what that reason was. I, I think he would have to give it to her though, because if you like, if it's not, there's no way for them to know if it's on you or not. Like at tribal council. You I mean, know? That,
1: that's kind of the point though. It, it's the risk.
0: No, but like the producers, like, what if what if you say you're at tribal and you're like, oh yeah, I left it, I left it back at camp. Like
1: so, so I, think- I, I feel like there are from a production standpoint, there are ways around that.
0: Yeah. I yeah. think
1: I think they talk to the players in confessionals where they where they'll say like they're trying to prod them for are you going to play your idol tonight? Things like that. That's kind of how they know. What way to order the votes, you know, in the what they think is going to be the correct way. Um, and they might even say, like, Xander, give us, give us a, you know, a, a thumbs up or a wink if the idol's with you or a thumbs down if it's not with you, something like that. I don't think they would go that far. Um, but I think when it comes to idols and advantages, production does make an effort to suss out if something's going to happen or not. And they're probably assuming players are bringing their idols. Um, But then there's J was it JT and game changers where it didn't bring his and got voted out. So there are, there are times where it'll happen and they, they want to know, like they don't want to be left in the dark. They want to be prepared for anything that can, that can pop up. Yeah. Um, But what, what brought this one on for me is that I thought there was a a moment. I can't remember if it was Leanna reading the page or Tiffany or maybe relaying the info where they where they said if it's on if they have it in their possession which i took to mean physically in their possession
0: that's how i would take
1: it too so then if it's back at camp they wouldn't need to give it up
0: yeah that okay given if that's how they worded it then i would assume if it's if it's back at camp and he doesn't have it with him then he wouldn't have to give it away
1: yeah because that's the thing because i can't remember If it was, if that was read directly off the page, or if that was just in the conversation, I was typing a note. I just, I just heard someone saying, I think. But the other thing, which other people have talked about, which we haven't touched on, on that is, what if someone has a fake idol that they believe is real, or what if they Uh... so. Or, or, what if, what if, so what if Sander had his idol and his fake idol on him?
0: Uh, I mean, I think you would have to give the real like, one.
1: I mean, technically, a fake idol is an idol. I think you'd have to give the real one there. I would agree on that, but just something to think about. What if, what if someone has an idol that they think is real, though? Um, like, ba- basically, the, the,
0: I think this, it would the, work itself out. The, scenari-
1: think- the, the scenario here is: what does production do? So, say, say, so we know we learn later on. Xander made a fake idol. Say he planted it for someone else to find, and let's just say we'll give her some some play. Say Heather finds that fake idol, she thinks it's real, and then she tells Leanna, "Hey, I found this idol. I'm going to play it tonight. I'm going to be safe. Let's work together to vote." Blah blah blah. Leanna then uses the knowledge of power, asks Heather if she has an idol. Heather believes she has a real idol. Does she say yes and give her the fake one and production just steps back and just lets it play out? Leanna, has, Leanna now has a fake that she thinks is real. Or does production step in and say, no, that's a fake idol. She doesn't have one. No, I
0: like to think that they would not step in and I mean, if you get whatever you ask for. So it's like, yeah, if you, if they don't have an idol, then neither do you. But I mean, you so, have this. So then
1: basically, if, if, if you believe it, that's what it is in that scenario.
0: Yeah, because I don't think it really like it. It makes it more interesting, um, but I, I don't think because it's not like you were right about asking for an idol and you didn't get one or you were wrong about asking for an idol and then you got one it's like you just weren't right about asking for an idol and you don't have an idol now but
1: that would have been amazing though if that would have been great if if leanna got a fake idol that the other person and her believe is real and then like three votes down the line she plays it and and finds out that it's fake
0: yeah that that would be that would be pretty fun um I don't know if I would like it. The longer it went on, though, like I don't know, it would
1: it, it would need like an immediate payoff, more or less. Yeah, like, or like, like that like, same vote or the next one, maybe.
0: Yeah, someone would need to. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of complications the the longer it drags on, but maybe not. We'll we'll wait
1: for forty two for that. <laughs> so then, um, after that tangent, there basically everyone is telling everyone everything. That's yep. basically how the, right. the next next few minutes went. And for the life of me, I could not tell you who was voting with whom at really any point in time or even for whom. I I knew because they're really the only solidified alliance of um, Shan, Danny, Deshaun, and Leanna. Right. They were voting together. Yep. And by all accounts, Xander, Evie, and Tiffany were voting together. Yep. And that's seven out of 12. So, but I didn't know really who they're going for 100%. We knew yeah. was a target, but they knew there was an idol in play. I a few kind of people floating
0: it. around in the middle.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because you didn't know. I was surprised that Erica ended up voting with everyone who just dumped her to Exile Island or whatever you want to call it. Like, I wish they would have followed up on that more. Um, where it's like, how did you. So these people exiled you and then you came back and you turned on them and now you just voted with them? Like, I don't, yeah, I need a little more there. Um, Who else was, I mean, Heather, Nasir, Sydney. uh,
1: I mean, to her credit, Heather voted correctly. So she's not completely out of the loop. Yeah, yeah. I I would have loved like a a rogue Nasir vote from, from Heather. (laughs) Yeah. Rogue
0: Ricard. The rogue Ricard is always the the play. Just (sighs) ask Genie.
1: Just vote for the person who won immunity. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Why not? Um, So, yeah, it it was, it was a fun kind of pre-tribal, shenanigans, but it was a little hard to keep track of with how like uncertain everything was. It was it was fine for because like the first merge vote often is kind of chaotic. Um I mean you you had Cindy even saying like she's terrified I'll do whatever just to keep myself safe. There's usually a few people like that at this point. You got a few groups here and there working against each other. Um but hopefully there'll be some more more clarity at, at least with like the firm groups of who's working together. You know, right now it's 11. So there's a firm five, five, and there's one person in the middle that we're wondering about. I prefer that personally. I don't like going into tribal knowing who is going home. Like hundred percent. Like I had no idea going into this one who was, who was going to be voted out, but I also couldn't have pinpointed who was voting together. And the further yeah. you get into the season, you should be able to define the Alliance lines for the most part, at least more so than we could hear. I, I thought at least.
0: Yeah. Um, I had one question kind of unrelated. Uh, So Danny was talking to Xander or was it Deshaun? But I think Xander was like telling Danny everything like, and I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like you, you have all this information that you can use against them, but was he setting Danny up?
1: So, yeah, I I was thinking about that. So it is Xander and Danny talking and Xander just tells Danny that Evie's going to be safe or like she is safe. I don't, at least from what we saw, I don't think they showed him saying I am playing my idol for Evie. Um, But I once knowing the flashback we got, I want to say he probably was trying to set him up that they're going to play their idol for Evie. Okay. And then they would not play it for Evie is probably what, what they were maybe trying to do. Um, or it was young naive Xander once again.
0: I well, I thought my my theory was that maybe he was telling Danny or alluding to the fact that Xander had the idol, so it was just like setting Danny up and everyone else up to ask Xander if he had the idol
1: but Leanna already leanne already knew he had the idol and and they knew that okay. she knew okay yeah yeah because cuz then cuz xander also tells danny about leanna's knowledge power advantage
0: yeah like why would and he do that
1: ex- exactly i i don't know why because they knew about leanna's, leanna's advantage and Leanna knows Tiffany knows about the advantage because she told her. Yeah. And Xander has to know that Leanna knows he has an idol. So if he's telling Zan Danny in an effort to set their group up, that could be the case. It just feels unnecessary because the pieces seem to be in place for what they yeah. wanted to happen to happen.
0: Yeah, and then it plays it plants the thought in Danny's head. Well, if this guy knows about Leanna's advantage, then maybe he won't be holding on to the idol. I
1: I think it would put their plan more in danger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was interesting to see that happen. So it was very confusing as to what the motivation or thinking behind it was. Um, because Danny obviously immediately goes to Leanna and says, "Hey, Xander told me." All of this, um, and then and then Leanna obviously is worried. Um, yeah, it's uh, it was interesting. Then, then a, re- a really, really cool, fun scene. Um, we have lianna Xander, Evie, and um, I think Tiffany was there all talking. And Xander shows Leanna his idol and says he's playing it for Evie. He says, I've got this on me all night, gonna play it for Evie. And Leanna took it hook, line, and sinker.
0: Oh yeah. Well, don't underestimate her.
1: And and he didn't. He <laughs> estimated her. He correctly <laughs> estimated her to a T.
0: Yeah, that was. Uh, I thought it was too good to be true. I thought that like maybe she even knew that they were putting on a show, but nope, nope. That was uh, she was super in for Xander's fake idol.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she completely fell for it. Even at tribal council, so Evie alludes to her fear of being voted out and then how, but she's got her jungle buddy or whatever she called Xander. Mm -hmm. um, And he just shows his idol, pulls out the paper, (laughs) shows it. And at this point, I'm like, "I, I, I should have known they literally talked about it happening. If they know Liana has the advantage and you flail around an idol that she's going to use it. Yeah. And my my dummy self was like, you guys are idiots. What are you doing? And it didn't even dawn on me that it could be a fake idol.
0: Yeah, I know. I Well, when he started like shifting around his pocket, like... I, I was like, well, he's making it a little obvious that he's got it right now. Maybe he's like trying to deflect. Well, or like, it, well, they know that he's putting on a show. It's like, oh, yeah, he's faking that he has an idol in his pocket. So maybe now we shouldn't ask him for it. But no, like, he actually reached in, <laughs> took out an idol or what they thought was an idol. And yeah, he just had it out. And uh, I was like, well, is he going to like, sneak it to someone else or like what's he doing
1: I had I had a few thoughts that just ran through in quick succession one I thought he wasn't going to unwrap it at first he was just going to show like a package and it was going to be a rock or something um, and hope and then it wasn't going to be anything and then after he showed it I thought he was maybe going to try to play it real quick before Leanna could use his advantage like beat her to the clock, which would have been hilarious. That would have to funny. see how quickly he could play it before she could use her thing. That would have been ideally from an entertainment standpoint. And then I thought, well, maybe because I think he was sitting next to Evie, I thought he was maybe going to try to like sneak it to her. Yeah, like you had mentioned, um, and that he was, and then he was going to do some like magic hands, wasn't going to have it anymore, um, but. The entire time I I thought it was the real idol. I don't know how I could have missed it looking back on it now. And, and on Liana's part, she, she knows they know about it. I don't know, unless she was just so laser focused, you know, with a tunnel vision of doing it, she's, she's proven time and again to be a very smart person and a very smart player, I don't know. And so, so was her alliance too. I don't know how somebody didn't say, Hey, we know they know about this. If they're just showing you the idol, something's going wrong here. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that nobody, and at least even said, Hey, let's think about this for a second. Even if she had then gone to do it, nobody even seemed to try to get her to, to think about it a little more first.
0: Yeah, I just, I, <laughs> I honestly think that she just was was out to prove something and like had her mind set on it. And uh, I mean, that's that's kind of what she said when she got caught like asking the wrong person the question, where she was like, "Yeah, I mean, I had it. I got it. You got to make the play." and it's like, okay, I guess, yeah, if that was your mindset, then you definitely would have done what you just did there.
1: Yeah. My, my other thing, I guess, is maybe she was banking too hard on the four of them being close, like the, the Yasa four being a tight four, that she was maybe hoping that those three wouldn't believe she would use that against them. Because she she knew that Xander was planning to place idol for Evie, and if they thought she was with them, there'd be no reason for her to take that idol from him, which then just puts Evie at yeah. risk. Yeah. But it it all seemed too perfectly choreographed, which it was. Um. But it so, alarm bell should have gone off probably for Evie or Shan, someone from the outside, maybe. Um. But yeah, she uses it and. She asked Sander if he has an idol, and he says, No, we can have this fake one. The fact that he gave her the fake one was just perfect. Like, it was just that was at that really point, good. that was amazing. That was absolutely <laughs> amazing. Just chef's kiss right there. Perfect. And she was like, Thank you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so her spot in the game is now, is now interesting um, because the, the Yasa Four, as a four, are are done. She's clearly split off from them. I mean, anything can change, but. For the immediate, near future here, Tiffany, Xander, and Evie are now firmly on opposite sides of, of Liana.
0: Yeah, they got a block of three. They they have a block of three for sure. Um, I don't think. Yeah, I think they can they can probably do something with that. But, uh, yeah, my oh man, I I had one more point I wanted to make about the whole. Oh, the the whole. Uh, when Leanna asked Xander and tried to play her advantage, I I loved how salty Evie was about the whole thing. Like, I was not really expecting that, but uh, she was, like, very short and, like, uh-huh. uh, really, like, it's like, how dare you do this? Well,
1: it, it could have been, going back to how maybe Leanna thought that the, that they would have thought she was still going Yasser strong, that maybe there was a part of Evie that wanted to believe Liana wasn't going to turn on them and they both said how tight they had been from the beginning that she was holding on to that last little shred of hope possibly. And then it just cut it off. Just nothing more at that point. And it was just like, ah, oh, damn, this person really is against me now.
0: Yeah. it is. just, what she said like, sure thing. Yeah, sure thing. It's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, they're I, done.
1: Every everyone's great in that moment. I would love just an every Liana rivalry. I yeah. love I love when allies turn rivals and vice versa in the show. It's, yeah. it's, it usually turns out great for the fans' perspective, at least. Um, let's see what else uh, there. So then, then the travel goes live, which was dumb as the whispering <laughs> always is. I can't remember who it was. Someone whispered. I think it was Evie whispered to Tiffany. Like Tiffany asked her a question. Evie responds, and we don't get any subtitles. And Tiffany just goes, "Yeah, good."
0: Yeah, I remember like, that.
1: I remember like, that. What it would have been awesome to know what's happening there.
0: where the micro I feel like the microphones must have been turned up loud because like someone will like lean into someone's ear, like they're gonna whisper, and they're like, It's Sydney.
1: Like, vote to Sean. It's like <laughs> okay. But yeah. and yeah, I, I feel like it's gotta be the microphones. And but the thing is that's frustrating there is if they can make whispers sound that clear. They should be able to pick up everything and yeah, subtitle everything. Yeah. Again, I don't know much, if anything, about sound engineering how that works, but I have to think that in 2021, the technology exists for a CBS show to have microphones <laughs> that can for us be- to know what was said there. To know, which makes me think they're actively not showing us something, which pisses me off if that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're we're privy to every other conversation. Even if it gives away who's being voted for, then just don't show us that scene. Don't show us people talking where we can't hear what's being said and you don't give us subtitles. If you want to leave something out, leave it out. You do it all the time, anyway. Yeah. But if, if you're gonna show people talking, we gotta know what's being said. Agreed. What do you think um, about the live tribals in general in the sense of being allowed, like I know it'd be hard to you know put the toothpaste back in the tube, as if you will, at this point. But do you think they could get away with Jeff saying, like, unless you're getting up to give me something to play, like you can't get up and talk, you have to remain in your seat? Um, or do you think it's they're, they're past the point of no return now?
0: I hope they're not because it's just happening so much. I mean. In in Winners at War, it was probably more than half the tribals were were like that. And I mean, there's certain situations where it seems like it's like, okay, we're just wasting time now. But today, I mean, with what Xander did and like how that whole thing just got blown up. Um I I can understand it a little more, but also why not just have a backup plan going in?
1: I I would, I mean, for many reasons, I prefer them to not do it because it makes, it makes you have to choose your words so carefully. If you're trying to relay a backup plan and you're on the end to someone who's not right next to you and you can't just like lean back and, and whisper to them or talk to them, putting everything out in the open, it makes things way more interesting and intense than being able to break up into distinct separate groups and talk.
0: Yeah. And it, it just cheapens the the whole pre-tribal segment of the show too. Yeah. The
1: point is to make a plan and have your plan and go to tribal and execute that plan. And if you need to go to a backup, have a way to get that backup in play, not eh, talk for a while, but you can always just, corner yourself off and talk for as long as you want in private at tribal council too like that's not the point of tribal council
0: yeah yeah no it just it feels like everything leading up until tribal is kind of wasted
1: yeah Um, so we get to the actual actual vote um, and Deshawn uses his extra vote to vote for Evie um, a waste there as I guess they didn't know that Sydney was going to Use her shot in the dark, but um, and so Sydney uses her shot in the dark, sacrificing her vote, um, which would have tied it, but um, no, it wouldn't have tied it. Man, there's so much nonsense happening right now. I'm trying to keep everything straight. Um, so it was five four three for Sydney, Evie, Deshaun. Yeah, if Sydney, oh, Sydney probably didn't realize an extra vote was cast. If Deshaun hadn't used his extra vote, that would have been, he voted twice for Evie. Oh my gosh, I sound like an idiot right now. There's, <laughs> well, there's, so, okay. So, Sydney had five votes Erica, Heather, Leanna, uh, Shan, and Nasir. Evie had four votes Danny, two from Deshaun, and Ricard. And then Deshaun was Evie, Tiffany, and Xander. If, Um, If Sydney doesn't use her shot in the dark, she votes for Deshaun. It's still five for her. And if Deshaun didn't use his extra vote for Evie, then yeah, then it's still five for Sydney. But Um,
0: if she would have had the the vision to vote Evie instead, that's the only way that it would have made a difference, right?
1: Well, then it would have tied her and Evie.
0: Yeah. And then I'm guessing they would have taken Evie out, but... I, I, mean, I mean
1: a lot of things would have had to I mean yeah I mean any survivor vote you can play the if the if game for hours on end and this one would be days on end with all the nonsense going on there. Um and then you've got Xander who didn't use his extra vote they didn't seem to come into play as an option, which I thought was interesting that they didn't even discuss it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he seemed he, real confident, <laughs> like for the position that he was in. He's Like, no, you're good. You're good. And then before yeah.
1: the last vote, he was, I'm so sorry, Ev. And then <laughs> she was still safe. Yeah. He was yeah. very confident until he wasn't. But yeah, that was um, an interesting vote. I hope they're not as as chaotic moving forward. Well, guess it, what? It will be.
0: There's three idols left and Xander has an extra vote.
1: So So. this is what I was going to also going to touch on at this tribal council. Only six people could be voted for Ricard is immune. There are three idols in play. That's four. And two people theoretically could be safe by a shot in the dark. That's six. (laughs) Obviously the odds are just so against that happening, but It's not zero that all six of the people who could be voted for could be immune.
0: Oh, think about it. If they get down to like the end of the game, let's say there's even like seven people left. Three idols go in two shots in the dark. One immunity winner. Is that, do they have to call it at seven then? Is that the latest you can play any of this stuff? I could see both shots in the dark getting used in the same tribal I almost think that's likely.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, what's going to be interest, interesting now that since we know they draw from the same pool of scrolls. Is it going to be still two out of 12 that are there just to keep the, the odds? Maybe it's just that the numbers happen to match up, that it's two out of 12 to keep the one in six odds. And there were 12 players left. Meaning, like, I don't think it's going to go down to, like, 2 out of 11 next time.
0: Well, that's what I thought you were saying earlier. But-
1: so so because they're drawing from the same pool of scrolls, if I draw one, yeah, then you're drawing out of 11. But when they yeah. start next time, there's still going to be 12 scrolls left. They're not moving it to 11 because there's 11 players oh, left. Oh, okay, okay. That's where I misunderstood. Then, it'd be, then that clearly becomes better than 1 in 6 odds. Marginally, yeah. of course. But because the, the longer you go into it, it'd be just... Obviously, someone's going to be safe. But the fact that I don't know what they would have done. They would have broken the game with with six people can be voted for. And theoretically, in all six could have been safe from the vote. It's just a nothing burger.
0: No, I think Siri goes home.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They bring her out from from Rob and Sandra's secret hut just to send her off. Yeah, that's all you got left. They pay her $10 million (laughs) to do it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sorry you need to come out to the island stay hidden we'll, we'll put you up at base camp you need to be at every tribal council in case every single eligible player is immune because then you're gonna be ceremoniously voted out again i think she does perfect. it perfect uh, for, for 10 mil i'd do it
0: yeah definitely sir yeah she's smart she'll do it
1: that'd be i want i want that to happen so bad it'd be so frustrating not the three thing um I want the game to literally be broken at that point. Just be like, "Hey, dumbass production, this is what you're meddling and but not being able to say no to anything does."
0: Yep. Ultimately, that would be the dream, but it 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 comes at a cost.
1: If the if the cost is them saying, "Hey, maybe we should pull back on the advantages," then it's a then it's a worthwhile cost.
0: Yeah, the cost is uh, Tiffany getting ousted from the game with no votes. Though it's a
1: steep price. <laughs> Honestly, I might be most interested in seeing where her game goes from here. Yeah, because we wild we know, game. We know she's bad at challenges, and that's it. She seems to be well liked.
0: Yeah, but we have. I, a, well, a, she, a, people know she's a loose cannon.
1: Do they, Tiffany? Oh, I'm thinking Heather. Shit, I'm okay, thinking Heather.
0: <laughs> okay, I thought. You, yeah, you said Tiffany. I'm pretty sure. Did I? But, did I say? Okay. Um.
1: Yeah, I, Heather, I, Heather is who I'm maybe most interested to see at this point because we know nothing about her aside from I think she's well liked and she's bad at challenges. Yeah. Imagine those being the two things people can pinpoint at pinpoint about you at the merge. Yep. Yep. Something you're bad at and something they think about you that they aren't even sure. And we know Sydney hated her. That's one person, but they everyone else seems to like her.
0: Yeah. I, I have a bad feeling. It would be really interesting to see like more screen time for her and see how that plays out. But I have a really bad feeling that it's just going to be more of the same.
1: I hope she gets, I hope she makes it to like the final five or so just to see if they still manage to just blackball her from the edit.
0: Yeah. I would, I would also like if, if it was like final five and they're at tribal and Jeff is like, so Heather, what are your thoughts on the game so far? And it's like, Oh Yeah. Yeah. There's a fifth player here. <laughs>
1: The, the screen kind of like cuts her off. So you see the four and then it's her <laughs> she just talks and talks off, off screen like she was tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I cannot wait to hear whatever postgame interview she gets to give whenever that happens, because you know, this is going to be asked about and I'd love to hear her insight of what was happening because obviously she's there. She's involved to a degree. She voted correctly. Yeah. I mean, for not having voted once up until the merge and after all of that chaos, being able to be on the right side of the numbers, it says something.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's, she's in it. Uh, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know anything else.
1: Yeah. Um. I guess one last thing. So at the, right before Jeff reads the vote, Tiffany this time I do mean Tiffany starts to pull out the idol to play it for presumably Evie and Xander tells her not to and Tiffany this was this is what I was a little surprised about which again might go to show their the closest of their relationship she says it's not mine tell me what to do like she didn't take ownership of it she was still like Xander's vessel, if you will, to, to, to use it, which I thought was kind of a cool small moment. Yeah, And Xander convinces her not to play it. Um, and obviously it ultimately wasn't needed. But what did you think of that? Xander being so confident in in Evie being safe.
0: Yeah, I didn't know where exactly he was getting that. Because, um, I mean, you know, it's between... Did, they, did he know it was between Evie and Sid?
1: If they didn't know it, I think that was kind of their their strong assumption.
0: So it's that, like one
1: yeah, person... Yeah, the other group is coming from one of them.
0: Yeah, one person out of these two is in your alliance and one person is not. So, like, you're looking at probably 50-50. Like, is that enough to play an idol if you're not playing it on yourself? I don't know. Um but yet he seemed to be doing it more because he was confident she wasn't going and not because he didn't want to waste it on someone who wasn't himself.
1: Meaning he would rather keep his idol and see Sydney go. than keep Sydney and Evie in the game.
0: No, I think I'm saying like, if you know, it's between one of them. If you know, it's between Evie and Sydney And, and not you and, and not you like, does, like, obviously, if it's 50-50 that someone in your alliance of three is going home, that's not the worst time to play it. But, like, was it in the back of his head that, hey, I'm going to play this for myself? Like, even if there's a chance she goes home, I'm not, I'm not taking that chance on someone else. But I think, I think he didn't play it because he was actually sure that she wasn't going home. Like, he would have done it. He definitely would have done it. But, yeah, just not in this case.
1: Okay, yeah. I, I'd love to see next episode a little talk there. Um, you know, between the three of them, that's what the thinking was. You know, like when it sounds like Tiffany is going to have no problem giving that idol back, <clears throat> Ricard and Shan. Um, and yep. so when when she returns it, that might be a, a moment where they kind of discuss what happened and you know why he was so so certain of it. But I think it might have been partially, I don't know that they were actively working with Sydney because they wanted to. That's kind of how the numbers shook out, that he maybe, if he felt certain Evie was safe at that point, that playing it for Evie would be a waste and playing it for Sydney, also be a waste because it's someone he met
0: yeah i don't think he ago. was i don't think he was ever going to play it for sydney
1: right i, I mean it got, it got yeah. mentioned in during the whispering um but yeah if he if he thought evie was safe and he didn't care about sydney in that in that moment then keeping the idol unplayed was probably a smart choice now he has an idol for him or the threesome of, of him uh tiffany and and evie moving forward um but I just think with the the confidence with which he felt was strange, surprising. Yeah, I mean, good good on him if if, if he actually read that and he wasn't just projecting confidence so Tiffany would listen to him, um, which I think could be the case too, maybe. But either way, um, it looks good. Whatever whatever the reasoning or percent confidence he what he had, the end result looks great for him.
0: Yeah, man, he. I I would say the way too early uh, like jury view of Xander is probably the strongest of anyone in the game right now. After that, like the fake idol, the not burning your own idol. I mean, that's about as good as you can do for one tribal at the merge. Yeah.
1: Yeah along with staying in the game. Yeah. Uh, but we say farewell to, to Sydney who apparently was very divisive among fans, but I loved her. She was so much fun. Um, I mean, her, her closing words were incredible um, knowing that whatever she has outside of the game is, what was it? billion bajillion times better than this. So that's cool. Um, the final closing words of, um, so that makes me feel good. Even if it's super immature, like even goes out with a, with a golden quote, like she was so good for this game. And I mean, if we're starting our list of new era survivor players to come back, I don't know how much she proved herself as a player necessarily, although she didn't really have much, much chance, but just as TV entertainment. Bring her back whenever you want. As far as I'm concerned,
0: yeah, definitely. Um Man, I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's a lot to think about. But it sounded like they weren't really gonna bring anyone back, like from prior to this season.
1: See, I think that's BS. I think maybe it'll be a while. But like, if you're telling me Dom isn't yep. coming back, Christian, no, Christian isn't coming back. Angelina Angelina isn't coming back no those people are coming back there are players that you can't that you can't just have them play once that may, maybe he goes no one before season 30 or 35 comes back um, unless there is some season 50 like legends season maybe um, we can kind of swing it but but yeah there there are players who 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 Jeff loves. He loves Christian. He singled out Angelina as the one player from David versus Goliath that if he could pick only one, that she would be the one. Um, and there are way more that, that I'm sure we're, that we are not mentioning here that, that are great as well. Um So I think that's untrue. Um, maybe whenever they do a returning player season, the first next one might only be from Season 41 on, but then they'll probably be season 45 ish, build up some some equity there. Players, that's the other thing. Depending on when they want to do a returning player season, they might only have five, six, seven seasons to pull from if they don't go further back. And if they, but if they feel no need to say, we'll wait five years till season 50, that'd be that'd be one thing too. I, I, I don't think I'd mind if they did every like five, like every. So 45, 50, 55, 60, do those as returning player seasons and everything else in between is new. Yeah, that, that works for me. Because new blood is good. Um, so that'll do it for episode seven. Um, won't get too much into thoughts or predictions for next week, but where do you think this season is, is headed? Because to be honest, I, I don't know that the voting lines from tonight are going to be the voting lines going forward because it was such a mess, especially when only half the tribe was even eligible to be voted for, that I think we could see a complete flip of alliances or voting blocks, whatever you want to call it, starting as soon as next week.
0: I can't even make a guess. I, I think there's, there's the, group of, like, the group of four and the group of three, and, and that's really all that's set right now. Um, I could even see Tiffany Xander Evie splitting up uh down the road. um so then it becomes like, yeah, there there could be movement. I think Erica is definitely not locked in with uh Luvu. I think Heather. Again, we haven't seen much of her, so she might think she is. She might not. I don't know. You
1: um, could be running the game for all we know.
0: Yeah, you know, Nasir's a wild card. He's not <laughs> locked in with anyone. Yep. So I I think you're right. I think it's there's really no predicting right now where it goes. Um, the only thing I could... I, I think that Deshaun, Danny, Leanna, and Shan are going to stick together, but other than that no idea
1: and and that can make for a, a lot of fun going forward too as long as it's clear in each episode who's working together i'm good if they if alliances are shifting every week that could lead to some super fun unexpected votes but i just want to know who's working together and kind of why they're working together and then if that's if that's clear for each vote i'm good
0: yeah, that's one thing that I've. it's always hard for me to keep up with. I don't know if it's I just like don't have the like focus or what to be able to pay attention. I there's some episodes I can't tell you, like who's voting with who. Maybe it's on production for not like being more clear about it. I just um, that's one of the things that is most difficult for me, for me to keep up with. And I could see this being a stressful season for me to watch down
1: the road. Well, I, I think um, part of that was heightened this week because your your targets were, were limited of who you could vote out. I mean, it's very possible, like Erica was kind of on the outs of, um, of LuVu, that if there was no half the tribe is immune twist happening, that the other five LuVu could have just swung the votes to Erica. Um, but because that wasn't an option, they had to pivot to one of the other six now that they've got the full um full targets available and might actually hone in people because you don't need to make a case for someone that you maybe don't care about at the moment just because the person or people you want to vote out weren't eligible to be but again I, yeah. we'll see i mean who who knows what what twist will do next week maybe only four people can be voted for next week or two yeah, nine people don't go. The other two just do fire challenge. One of them will show back up a can.
0: Oh, it's too soon. I've, I just finished my rewatch of uh, Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers. Can't handle any fire challenges right now.
1: I That would be the best twist of the season is if there's just no fire challenge at Final Four.
0: That would be nice. Yeah.
1: One. Yep. One peer round. Got to make it through one peer round. I feel like that's not too much to ask.
0: No, no, but
1: apparently it, it is. is.
0: It is though. Yeah.
1: All right. Any final thoughts before we sign off for this week? No,
0: I'm I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward because I don't know what's going to happen. I'd agree
1: in in a in a fun way this time. Yeah. There have been points of the season where you don't know, don't know what's going to happen because of all the things in play and it's like a stressful unknowing, but at least for this week, it's an excited unknowing leading yeah. into, the next, into the next episode.
0: Yeah. Just so, yeah. To end with something positive. I mean, I, this is like one of the first episodes in a while that I was like really engaged with and um, you know, trying to keep up with what was going on and running scenarios through my head. And yep. this was, this is what I like about the show. So it was nice to see that they still have this and mixing in a few things like the flashbacks and all that. Um, I'm, I'm definitely feeling better about this episode than I had about a few of them this season.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and I just want to make it clear, like I was, I was writing on a few parts of it, you know, conf- some of the confusing nature bits of it, the advantages still kind of running the narrative of the strategy, but this was a really strong episode. And it, again, it's because they let the players drive the narrative. Yes, the knowledge is power was kind of the center of focus, but it was really the players taking their the knowledge of what's happening in the game and running with it, making their own decisions. And it just proves if you cast well and you trust the cast, they will make a good season on their own, what you give them. You don't need to insert these contrived twists and advantages to coax gameplay out of players. If you cast game players, they will play the game.
0: Let's hope they keep doing it.
1: Absolutely. All right, so that'll close us out for episode seven, survivor forty one. If you're not already subscribed, please please be sure to do so. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, drop a drop a rating or review. uh, Get your friends to subscribe. I know Survivor is trying to bring in new fans. Um, so great time to bring them into the podcast as well. And you can follow us on Twitter at LlamaTalkPod, on Instagram at Talking pod For Jared Sundin, this is Matt Hambage. and we'll see you next time for another scoop of the crispy you. Mm-hmm.